Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new video. I wanted to do something that we haven't done on here in a long time and that is dive into some folklore from different countries around the world. We've talked about Japan in the past and tonight we're going to be talking about Russian folklore. I would love to make this a reoccurring segment on the channel so be sure to drop down in the comments section below where we should visit next in this series. Can't wait to hear your suggestions. Now, let's jump right into it. We begin with the Moscow Metro. The metro through Moscow is the most commonly used means of transport in Moscow. Hundreds, or maybe even thousands or millions of individuals go in and out of the trains there daily. The question is, though, do they know what could be going on right under them? There are plenty of stories and legends about the Moscow metro, but we're going to start with the story of Metro 2. Metro 2 was said to be constructed in the 1930s, while Russia was under the rule of Joseph Stalin. It's said that he was the one who ordered it to be built. The metro itself is said to be anywhere from 50 to 120 meters, about 164 to 393 feet underground, and has four lines. That's plenty to move a large number of people in the case of some kind of wartime emergency. There is said to be a secret entrance located somewhere in the Kremlin building and has corridors connecting to the facilities of the Red Soklenitschka line. Now, there is no absolute proof that this exists, but still many online speculate that there is a secret metro, and while it may have once been reachable, it is now closed off for the safety of Moscow. Given the fact that Moscow Station was fitted to be used as some sort of fallout shelter with various bunkers, air filtration, and sleeping areas for over a thousand people, it's no surprise that many took the urban legend of Metro 2 and gave it new life. One of the most common and terrifying legends to come from the mysterious Metro is that one of the creatures that supposedly roamed the tracks of Metro 2 Many claim there are some types of unknown creatures dwelling underground. These creatures are said to be a human hybrid of some sort, brought on by Soviet experimentation. Of course, many discount it as false, but many also believe it, and even claim to have seen it. Other creatures said to roam the railways are rats large enough to drag off anyone who dare to venture in. Back on the surface, however, there are plenty more theories and stories surrounding the metro. Some stories tell of a train that appears right as the metro is closing. The train looks to be from the 40s or 50s and is driven by a man in a Soviet uniform. If you were to step foot on the train, you'll never be seen again. A second train, one that looks quite modern, is sent to follow a circle line after midnight, but when it stops, the doors do not open. This is because the only ones boarding this train are the souls of those lost while the metro was being constructed. The final ghost story is that of the black driver. This legend is the most recent with its origins taking place in the 1980s. 
It's said a train on the metro caught fire and the driver, instead of saving himself, ran into the flames to pull others out. He was said to have saved many people, but passed away from his injuries a short time later in the hospital. The officials at the metro blamed him for the fire, and so he's sent to walk the metro at nights in search of revenge. I'd love to hear what my Russian viewers have to say about what's taking place in the Moscow metro. Do you believe that there is something roaming around at night? Or is there something underneath that we should be more afraid of? Next up is the story of The Collector, which has a disturbing tie to reality that we'll touch on in just a little bit. It's believed this legend began in the early days as an easy way to keep children off the street at night. The legend is simple. Someone, only known as The Collector, roams the streets of Russia at night, looking for any kind of easy prey. Most of the time, this would be small children. If the collector were to come across a child roaming the street, they would kidnap them and harvest their organs. Sometimes the children were never seen again, other times they wake up in alleyways, parks, or the all-too-famous bathtub full of ice. It isn't clear what the collector wanted with the various organs, but numerous retellings of the story say they were all kept in jars and kept on display. This idea has played out in various television series and movies. One I know off the top of my head is The Governor from The Walking Dead. As we said, though, this one could have some basis in reality. It was in 2011 that Anatoly Moskvin was arrested in connection with various grave robberies. When police searched his home, they found the remains of 26 girls, all mummified and made to look like dolls. He claimed he had plans of bringing them back to life, either through black magic or... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Or science, which ever came first. Of course, Anatoly wasn't harvesting organs and technically never took anyone's life, but who's to say that someone out there wouldn't? This is one of those that really makes me feel uneasy. Next up is the Black Volga. This legend, while originating in Russia, soon found itself in various other countries like Ukraine, Greece, and even Mongolia. The idea is similar to the Collector, just a little more sinister. The story began in the 1960s and 70s, and seemed to be another story concocted to keep children off the streets in the middle of the night. According to the original legend, seeing this car was an extremely bad omen. Seeing this car creep by you at nights meant almost certain death. As its main target was believed to be children, the rumor that they would be kidnapped began making the rounds. 
It was later added that the thing inside the car would either keep you for 24 hours or take your life on the spot. As for what was in the car, the reports vary wildly. At the time of its creation, Jews and other religious figures were said to be driving the cars. Other than that, some writings depict creatures not of this world, including demons, witches, vampires, and even the men in black. Some even make mention of Satan himself being behind the wheel. If it wasn't Satan, it was someone working with the USSR. It was said that whoever was abducting children in these cars used their blood to cure leukemia and other deadly ailments at the time. If we go back to Satan being behind the wheel, then the stories claim he used the blood from children for ritualistic purposes. While the brand and make of the car stayed relatively same over the retellings, the appearance of the car changed a bit over time. It said that the children who saw the car from a distance reported seeing horns instead of side mirrors. Other claims there were sometimes white curtains in the back seat to block whoever was back there. Other times the trims and rims of the car were white as well. Possibly the strangest claim, though, was that it was seen as red in some instances. In the end, I think it may be best to just ignore all the black vulgas you may come across. Next up is the case of the Yvonne Vasily. The Ivan Vasily was a large freight liner built in the late 1890s. On the surface, it was nothing more than that. However, once it was taken out to sea, it seemed there was something incredibly sinister about the boat. Nothing of note took place for five years following the creation of the boat and its numerous voyages. But in 1903, the year Russia was preparing for war with Japan, the purpose of the ship changed drastically. Now the ship was moving supplies to Vladivostok to aid in the war effort. When the boat departed either Africa or Zanzibar, something seemed to have joined the crew of the ship. It's reported that all of them on board began reporting the feeling of being watched. No one knew why, but soon the paranoia got the better of them. At one point, they saw an entity on the deck of the ship, but it was impossible to make out. Soon, after this, one of the crew members screamed out in panic, causing the others to act wildly, and eventually they attacked each other. The violence continued for some time into the night, until one crew member, Alec Kavinsky, threw himself over the railing. It's said that soon after this, everyone else on the ship dropped to the floor unconscious. Once they woke up, everything seemed to be back to normal. The ship made its way back to Vladivostok without issue from that point forward. However, when it voyaged out again, the same events played out. While out at sea, an apparition was seen. The crew went into a frenzy, and one of them threw themselves overboard. Despite the second fatality and seeing how shaken up the seamen were, the ship was sent out to Hong Kong. Just as before, this time before reaching their destination, the crew broke out into hysteria, and one crewman, this time the captain, Sven Ardrist, threw himself overboard. 
Two more voyages were taken on in the Yvonne Vassil before it was finally deemed too unsafe. This only happened after two crew members went mad and were restrained below the deck. The morning after, they were both deceased. Following this, the ship was taken out of commission and sat abandoned until 1907, when it was set on fire in order to rid the evil from it. Some claim that the following morning, as it finally descended into the water, a bone-chilling scream could be heard coming from it. Finally, we have the legend of the Hovrinskia Hospital. This hospital had plans of being absolutely massive for the time. The construction began in 1980, and it was reported that over 1,300 beds were going to be present in the hospital. Along with this, it would be 10 stories high, feature numerous courtyards, and be somewhat of a modern marvel. This all came to a halt, however, in 1985, when construction was called off. The hospital had began to sink into the ground on one side, and by the time it was noticed, it was too late to fix the issue. The building was deemed unsafe and closed indefinitely. It only took a few months for the legends and rumors to fill the minds of everyone who'd heard of the building. It began with the ground that the hospital stood on. Some reports claim the reason it began to sink was that the ground once housed a cemetery. The more plausible explanation is that the ground was simply far too saturated to hold the amount of weight this building had. The Lycaborca River was also nearby, which could have caused the oversaturation and eventually the sinking of the building. Either way, as the hospital sat for years and years with no one taking residency, Nature began taking over. The basement flooded, and large bushes and vines pockmarked the interior and exterior. Of course, this was a dream for many urban explorers out there. Many photos of the inside and some videos of the building can be found online. Inside, you would see that not only nature, but mankind has taken its toll on the building. Graffiti of all kinds decorate the walls, with some of it being satanic in nature. This leads many to believe the construction of the building was abandoned because of the evil entities that are said to dwell inside. One post on Reddit speaks about a group known as Nemostor, who were said to have ties to satanic rituals on the fourth level cellar in the 1990s. Reports of black masses and sacrifices may seem to be created to scare off anyone who would want to venture inside, but there could be proof of this claim. According to the Post, police looked into the claims and found various fragments of animal bones, things like dogs and cats, as well as some human bone fragments. Various reports of ghosts roaming the hall, disembodied voices, and even some being touched have also been reported. All of this pales in comparison to the real-life horror that is part of the building's history, however. Numerous homeless vagrants have been found inside, deceased. Along with this, some young women were lured inside and had their lives taken. 
One young man, Alexei Kryushkin, took his own life by throwing himself into the elevator shaft from the 8th floor. A small memorial was placed inside for him. Finally, one woman... This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. ...went inside to find her dog. As she was searching, the floor collapsed beneath her, and she fell to the floor below. It took the police... A week to find her. It's reported that various other individuals went missing while roaming the halls, and at least 300 people have lost their lives while inside since the building's construction. At last, though, in 2012, the building was torn down, as it was far too dangerous to keep around. I suppose we'll never know if there was really anything walking around the building when the sun went down, or if it was all just... An urban legend. I want to take a quick second to just say thanks so much for watching the video. I know it's a little bit different than what we've been doing here lately, but I think it's cool to mess around in the fictional area of things, you know. Maybe there's some truth to these stories. Maybe there isn't. Who knows? It's just fun to sit around and tell ghost stories, in a way. Um, I want to take a second also to thank all of my $10 patrons and my channel members. Everyone you see on screen is supporting the channel monthly, and I could not appreciate it more. Also, one final little announcement. Fall is apparently here. Um, it's not where I am. It's still 80, 90 degrees every day. But if it is cold where you are, we have hoodies in the shop. It's amazing design. I love this design so much. You guys loved it. And now it's on a hoodie. So go down in the top comment or in the description and check out the link to go pick up one for yourself. And use code THANK YOU for 20% off your entire order. Whether you pick up a hoodie, a shirt, a hoodie and a shirt, no matter what. 20% off everything. But that will do it for me tonight or morning or afternoon, whenever you're listening. And I hope to see you all very soon on the next video. But until then, stay safe out there.